0: He was America's greatest toy maker. It's called an Erector set. It's not just one toy, it's a hundred <laughs> toys. Until a nation at war asked the unthinkable. Buy bonds, not toys. Canceling Christmas? You can help sell the idea to children. It's a TV guide, don't miss pig. Jason Alexander is the reason for the season. Toys make better children. If you cancel Christmas, you are canceling hope. Inspired by actual events, Jason Alexander is the man who saved Christmas. CBS Sunday. <laughs> Everybody. My name is Andrew. And I'm Mark. And you are listening to Television Movie Night, your home and resource, your podcast, your shelter from the storm How about your major best TV. Friends. Your best friend. That holiday buddy that will never, ever leave you, unlike your good for nothing family. Am I right, Mark? Uh, no, uh,
1: they left me years ago.
0: No. Well, TV Movie Night will be here to. Open your presents and listen to you piss
1: and moan about whatever it is that you talk about at the holidays. Politely nod their head as you give them a uh, a, like travel mug from uh, Starbucks that you clearly got from the office party.
0: Mm -hmm. And they look, they look inside expecting a gift certificate. You're like, it's empty. I'll tell you right
1: now. No, I took that. (laughs) (laughs) You just get the mug. You get cool.
0: I prefer the paper ones, I don't, because I'll never remember to bring the mug to...
1: Yeah, just give me a bunch of paper ones, and then I can go in and be like, hey, can I get a refill? Save 50 cents that way. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now you're thinking.
0: Mark, it's mid-December, we're quickly making our way to Christmas. Did you, have you finished your Christmas shopping yet?
1: Uh, Andrew, I bought cards yesterday. Mm. So, that's half the battle, I'd say. Did you get my card yet? I did get your card thank you very much hmm. you asked me if it was hot enough i did it it is hot it's pretty hot
0: all right well then write me back let me know
1: well
0: <laughs> I'm, I over here, I'm over here worried about it
1: oh my god <laughs> that's it. right you, you wrote you wrote like a you put up like posters have you seen me and it's just a picture of an envelope
0: i was well i have bermuda shorts I have sweatpants as your gift, and I'm trying to pick. Oh, if you said it wasn't hot enough, then I got to give you the sweatpants. But if it's hot enough for you, you get the Bermuda shorts. Oh, that makes sense. They're both triple uh, X's, so they might fit. <laughs> They're both sweatpants. I just cut the uh, legs off <laughs> on one of them. Yeah. Uh, you got your cards yesterday. Where would you get them from this time? Because uh, Avid eagle eagle eared listeners know that you had uh you had some escapades in the past involving christmas card purchasing
1: no this this time i went straight into a target Mm -hmm. i walked right to the back because they they they, they know what you're there for so they've Mm. got these ones that are like seven dollars a piece in the front and they're like isn't this what your grandmother would want from you and they're like nope she said
0: give me them in bulk i want this i want the
1: bulk Give, Give me, the me the box. I want the incredible bulk.
0: $7 for 16, exactly. says this box I'm holding.
1: Um, so I got I got what is effectively just a bunch of sticky notes folded in half. And they're like, sure, it's a Christmas card. And I was like, I love it. There's
0: technically a snowman on it. Have fun.
1: Um, and then um, it doesn't have a message, but no one reads them anyway. So I'm just going to mail them as is. That's good. Don't even sign your name. No, just just cards in the mail. That's the real gift. Then they can reuse the card. Yeah. And
0: they can assume they can, you know, my dumb words are only going to be read one way. But if it was just empty, I could make up an infinite amount of nice, uh, meaningful messages that you could have left for me for the holidays.
1: And you can also imagine it's from anyone. You could be like, oh, grand grandpa. (laughs) Sent grandfather, sent me one final letter from beyond.
0: Did you uh, did you buy any presents while yeah. you're out, or only just cards? Yeah, just cards. Yep. Are you uh, going to purchase any presents?
1: I have things on my
0: way. Yeah, that- twenty dollars a week for the next forty weeks, and then
1: you'll have that bike. <sighs> I'm trying. All right, I'm really trying. Okay, I don't have the holiday spirit. I'm sorry. That's well, we
0: we can we will try our best here at Television Movie Night to change that around. Are you trying to tell me that the night they saved Christmas didn't raise your holiday
1: spirit up at least a little bit, Andrew? Art Carney yelled at all those little people about singing Jingle Bells. Well, I did like that, Andrew. I'm gonna t- I'm I'm gonna give it to you straight. And I know you. I know we we have a tacit agreement not to give. This kind of personal information out on the show. Yes. That's not what the show is for, but I'm breaking all those rules. My home phone number. All right, Andrew. Get
0: a get a pen and paper ready, everybody.
1: I I lack the Christmas spirit, and I fear that the only way that I can get it is if people Venmo me Hmm. fifteen to twenty dollars. That is the only way to save the Christmas spirit for TV movie night. That is. Go ahead and Venmo me your cash, and maybe, 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 maybe just we can, maybe, we can make a Christmas miracle come true.
0: You know, they have you clap for Tinkerbell, but in Mark's case, 15 to $20 would really lighten, really, really get the magic back inside him. Yeah. Uh, Well, we'll go ahead and put that in the episode description. Your Venmo, sure. just uh, shoot me a picture of your QR code, just make it as easy as possible and you'll take crypto as well right i demand crypto oh just crypto all right
1: i said i christmas spirit not not a reminder of a failed nation i want the future that's right crypto. you want
0: matt damon looking over the like mars and being like fortune favors the bold who don't mind throwing their money into a big hole in the ground
1: <laughs> andrew i want uh i want nfts I want, um, I want matrix-based MFTs.
0: Okay, you want Keanu Reeves to laugh at you specifically? Yes. Okay,
1: that's what I want.
0: Uh, well, that's exciting. In the new year, TV Movie Night will be offering NF TV Movie Night.
1: Oh, oh, it works. It flows right off the tongue.
0: That's right. Uh, the NF stands for No Fucking TV oh. Movie Night because <laughs> we'll be dead anyway. Uh, television movie night, as we were discussing, is a podcast about made for TV movies. Mark and I watched and have been watching Christmas movies here in the month of December because, you know, what else would be, what else would be, would we be watching?
1: My television doesn't get anything else. It's only it's li- it's, it is
0: literally Christmas movies and also the doors are locked and the windows are boarded up for some reason.
1: Andrew, anytime I tried to call emergency services and it was just ho ho ho.
0: <laughs> Sit tight. Your movie is starting.
1: Like, <laughs> go right. to your bedroom. Watch Thank- it.
0: Thanks, Santa.
1: Santa, it's it's hard to breathe in here. Yeah. Just close your eyes, my child.
0: Here we be going to mighty city any any moment now. Last week we watched the night they saved Christmas, but we've got a more specific uh, personal pronoun this time around.
1: Hopefully we get a pronoun. Na- we got we get a proper noun next we week. We
0: get we get maybe a name of some kind or just point me in the direction. This is Let's look. If I gotta if I have to describe who saved Christmas to like the police or something, they're gonna have nothing to go on. This time around, this week, we watched The Man Who Saved Christmas. And we're going to talk about it at length in a segment I like to call, well, what do you know? Mark, The Man. The Man Who Saved Christmas. Premiered on CBS on December 15th, 2002.
1: Feels late for this movie. but It it does, but,
0: but... you know cbs ain't it doesn't have anything else going on what were you doing in 2002 in december 2002
1: uh preparing to be drafted
0: <laughs> you have to send your little your little card off and then then that's it they're just gonna yeah. sh- ship you off to god knows where and you're just gonna die in the shit
1: uh i think i had probably just stopped watching uh instant replay or er- Wall-to-wall replays of the September 11th attack by December.
0: It, it had taken you a full year,
1: Oh yes, or... well over a year. Okay.
0: Uh, well, at a certain point, I believe the news channels were just doing that themselves. Uh, it does. It is weird that, like, every year, and now every five years, and every ten years, the news channels show like a rebroadcast of the news footage of the day.
1: It's almost like War of the Worlds. We get to all just sit on the in and hear it all one more time.
0: And it's it's just I'm I'm good. I'm good. I don't need to see I'm that. There, anymore. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, I guess at this point in 2021, you got uh, you got people who are on the on the verge of being able to drink legally that have have no no experience with that particular event it's true so i guess it's a little bit for them but uh i don't need to see it in full every five ten years yeah thanks thanks though but this aired on december fifteenth, two 2002 on cbs this star jason alexander george is getting upset from seinfeld of course and um bob patterson
1: a minute with Bo- no that was a minute with stan hooper. that was a minute
0: with stan hooper and that was with norm mcdonald no yeah. bob
1: patterson
0: is uh the uh the follow-up he was uh he was that was for abc and he was a uh motivational speaker that was that was the conceit of that sitcom the
1: michael richard's show was on nbc yes it was he, he was, was a, he was a, a detective. detective yes and then before there was new adventures of old christine there was a show that was in real time with um, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Julia Louis-Dreyfus. I forget the name, but there was like a little counter clock at the bottom right screen, and it would be like, "There's 22 minutes."
0: Uh 24. I think
1: is the the show you. Yeah, it was basically about. 24. She tortures a guy. She she electrocutes a guy's nuts.
0: Yeah, for, and right? they're like, "How does Julia Louis-Dreyfus get around Los Angeles that quickly?" <laughs> Also starring Ed Asner.
1: Uh, he does not ask Freakazoid if he wants to go to a bunny <laughs> festival, which is disappointing. That would have been great if he just pulled up and he's like, "Hey Jason, you want to go see a bear
0: drive a little car?" Do I? And then they just cut to it, and he's like, I've "Been hearing By a lot of stuff. I'm hearing a lot of stuff about this Christmas being canceled."
1: By the way, Christmas is canceled.
0: <laughs> if I were you, I'd do something about it.
1: All right. Bye. And then Jason has to
0: figure it out. Also starring Kelly Rowan. Not Kelly
1: Rowland. No. Destiny's Child.
0: Kelly Rowan, who I think most people would recognize her as a main cast member on The O.C. The O.C., ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Teleplay for this movie from uh, Joseph Maurer. Er, Mauer. Maurer. Maurer. Uh who wrote uh other CBS school break specials?
1: Mauer uh, is the name that like a dumb kid gives their cat. They're like it's a, it's a meower. It's a meower and you are like great. I think My that's, maybe that's very team. it's very good. Your are teenager.
0: Uh Joseph here wrote CBS school break specials and also a a special entitled
1: Alf Loves a Mystery. Uh wow. How did we not see Andrew? How we is there an Alf trilogy that we could be watching? I feel
0: like we've talked about this Alf loves a mystery thing before. I think this is one of those. Um like we got the new Saturday morning special coming up. No. Oh. And these are wraparounds to be like, while I figure out who killed Willie, check out. <laughs> check out this new season of garfield
1: well before i before i figure out who got to that cap before i did
0: <laughs> while i try and get Willie off of death row uh let's take a new look at the season of saved by the bell
1: garfield and friends mm-hmm. garfield and friends
0: uh, also writing on this uh with story credits uh, deborah frank who wrote uh for Moonlighting?
1: Great show. Different
0: different strokes. Wonderful. Also a co-writer on Home Alone for.
1: Four. Is that the is that all home ho- the new one? No. This new one called like and that home... one is
0: called Home Sweet home Alone.
1: home Alone. Oh, it's a mixture of Home Alone and Home Sweet Home, the Home Sweet Alabama, the uh Reese Witherspoon film.
0: That's right. Sweet right. Home Alabama.
1: How people are always reading my spec scripts and it drives me crazy.
0: Uh, no, this one is called, I think it's Home Alone 4 colon
1: The Heist. Is this one with French Stewart or is that the third one? I think that's the third one. So no one's in the fourth one.
0: I think the fourth one, if I remember correctly. Rory fourth Dillon. one. The fourth one is a backdoor pilot for a TV show that did not go. A Home Alone
1: based TV show. Yes. So every week, Kevin is going to foil another crime in his own home.
0: Something like that. I don't remember exactly what the setup was, but uh, Kevin, it's not Kevin McAllister. The only is way it, for that it,
1: plot to work is if his parents are growing marijuana in their house and it's a very dangerous place to begin with.
0: The DEA is constantly trying to break in there. No, yeah. he lives in like a high tech house and he like kills the the robbers and then like dumps their bodies. And then a new bunch of
1: robbers. Yep. Okay, that's pretty cool.
0: The third one, the The third one is like World
1: Fair is in town.
0: (laughs) The third one is somewhat related to the because it's like French Stewart is supposed to be hairy, even though he looks more like Marv. Or he's like his brother or something. I forget, but I think uh, Kevin, it's not Kevin, but his like brother. I don't remember. I guess that one is supposed to be co-written by John Hughes as well, even though it's recast with everyone. Yeah. Regardless, that uh, new one on Disney Plus doesn't look very good, folks.
1: Sorry. That's our review. All right
0: uh Thanks. if you'd like to listen uh-huh. to past episodes of tv movie night
1: guys a lot of fun is that what <laughs> a show is
0: uh stay tuned for she hulk shulk uh, uh also included in the teleplays uh steve l hayes who also wrote for home alone four he also wrote for godzilla the series
1: the netflix one the like animated one
0: I think the uh, WB animated cartoon that came out after the Roland Emmerich one came oh, out. That that's pretty good. This is directed by uh, Sturla, S T U R L A, Sterla, Sterla, Sterla. Uh, Gunnarsson, Sterla Gunnarsson. Who looks to be a Canadian director? Oh, well, that who, would have
1: been—that was my last guess. I, I would have said they seem like they're Swedish or Norwegian.
0: Well, their credits: a lot of Canadian uh, productions, including episodes of *Shit's Creek*. A, hey. but uh, also directed a William Hurt movie entitled *Rare Birds*. Man. Rare birds.
1: They really know how to get my ass in the seat, don't they?
0: (laughs) William Hurt and Exotic Birds. (laughs) I'm in. Excuse me, coming through. Mark, before we jump in uh, to this movie, what did you think it was going to be about other than Christmas saving action?
1: Uh, I thought that Jason Alexander was going to sing. I thought that he was an old timey inventor who more or less creates the American concept of Christmas was mm. what I thought. Um So I thought that he, he's probably going to be a slick Don Draper type who puts a Coca-Cola in Santa's hands. In a
0: polar bear's hand and says,
1: it says, there, I did it.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, imagine if you will, there he is. Santa Claus
1: sugary drink. <laughs>
0: Uh, not this is not to be confused with the man who invented Christmas, which it's came about out. Charles Dickens. Yes, it is with uh, Christopher Plummer. Is that right? I don't remember. Does he uh,
1: cry?
0: Yeah, he does cry havoc in that one.
1: And yes, it is Christopher Plummer.
0: That one is a uh, that's a theatrical release, so we can't we will not be featuring that. But uh, we're
1: legally not allowed to watch it. Mm-mm. The judge was very clear.
0: I thought that this was going to be I did think that there might have been a musical element to it. And I thought this was going to be a, uh, you know, a court drama, a courtroom drama where
1: somehow he uh, prove that Santa exists. It's,
0: yes, it's Miracle on 34th Street, but in a different respect where he has to prove why Christmas is the way it is and needs to be that way. And we can't change it because if we change Christmas, well, then. Ladies and gentlemen, we don't have Christmas.
1: So you think that he you were expecting the. uh, What is it? Mike Flynn, one nation under God speech from the one America thing a Mm -hmm. couple months ago. Yep. All right.
0: Let's dive in. Act one. It's a classic city Christmas you know, with carolers and polio and all those sorts of things is we're at the beginning of the 20th century. Uh, We all remember where we were
1: at the OK Corral, wild horses just getting mowed down by cars.
0: George Washington and Ben Franklin signing the Declaration of Independence together. You know, all those kind of things. Now it's the 20th century. So we got uh, Model T's puttering around, but I guess we've upgraded from putting like an orange and some walnuts in a sock and then calling it a day on Christmas. Ace. That's right. A.C. Gilbert. Yes, go ahead. Did
1: you notice that uh, there was a kid, there's like a shot of someone walking to the toy store and there's a kid that just bends over and very lazily throws a snowball at the back of a guy's head. Yeah. And it like barely impacts and the guy just keeps walking. And I was like, I don't think that kid was told to do that. And yeah. I, think that I think that extra was like, just keep walking. <laughs> I will beat the shit out of that kid later.
0: I will make sure that he never stars in another Canadian made for TV production. You think Sterla Gunnarsson is going to take that shit? You think this is going to end up in the final cut? You got another thing coming, kid.
1: We need an extra 20 seconds. All right, put it in.
0: Gunnarson looking at his phone looks up. What? What's that? Mm -hmm. Great, great. Print. Here we go. Next one. We're moving on, folks.
1: Let's go say Valentine's Day. What is this about?
0: (laughs) A.C. Gilbert, who is Jason Alexander, is in a toy shop with his wife, Mary, played by Kelly Rowan, as he is getting his toys, erector sets. pulled from the shelves. It turns out they are not selling well. AC, here is a toy maker who has created the Erector set. Now, Mark, are you familiar with the Erector set?
1: My grandfather had one, and I remember I went over to their house and he tried to get me to play with it, and I was like, so where's Donkey Kong? And he was like, this isn't a Nintendo 64. And I was like, then I've lost interest. He
0: said, I don't have time for this. I have to...
1: Save high rule.
0: Yeah, sixty-four bits and nothing is what you have here. Pops, yeah, that's
1: what this is. Um, but yes, I'm familiar with what they are. I know what they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was kind of amused by the like wholesomeness, almost the the like earnestness of like this guy's a door-to-door toy seller. Like he has relationships with the neighborhood toy store owner and he's like look just put my thing on the shelf please I'm begging you and he's like alright we'll do it on consignment as opposed to now where it's like you know I don't know it's a licensed Jurassic Park toy just you gotta put it up
0: yeah here's the shit it's got uh, it's got Fortnite on it so, have, so there you go kids something. yes it's a toy shop and he's been the the owner of the toy shop says we gotta make room for actual toys they're gonna sell Christmas is coming Nobody wants to buy your dumb little uh, your little toy here. Which, set. if you're not familiar with an erector set, basically, it's a bunch of little little metal. Uh, bars that have holes in them. Yeah. And it comes with it. Occasionally, it'll come with a blueprint. But the idea is that like you use like these screws, use these screws and nuts to uh, uh, construct whatever the hell you want out of these little bars with holes in them. Yes,
1: it's very simple.
0: Make a Ferris wheel, make
1: a, you know,
0: the skeleton of an airplane, a little house. I don't give a shit. Whatever you want. Uh, But yes, it's like Lego, but a little bit less uh, kid friendly. I mean, they're kid friendly up to a point, but uh, they're kid friendly in 1910s language.
1: Yeah. Working in a mine was kid friendly.
0: That is true. Yeah. They said you could either have an erector set or work in a mine. They said, I guess I'll take the mine.
1: I guess, you know, they have coal down there. That's fun.
0: At a holiday dinner, AC and his brother, Frank, are going to try and hit their dad, Gilbert Sr., who is Ed Asner, for a loan to
1: advert.
0: Yeah, go ahead.
1: They Jerry Stiller.
0: Uh, no, Ed Asner feels like the he's the go-to here.
1: <laughs> you didn't want to try to get that lightning in a bottle again. with <laughs> Jerry Stiller just... Dreaming at him
0: Yeah, he's he's at dinner and he's like Son, I just want to tell you, I think your toys stink
1: You want a loan? Come and get it
0: Yeah, he rips off his shirt He's just wearing a, a wife beater underneath it yeah. If you can pin me You can get your loan I think they're going to move to Dell girl Bo- on a hot date if- <laughs> With a starch shirt And then I've lost my train of thought Oh they Are going to move into Del Boca Vista?
1: Lock, stock, and bear. <laughs> We're going to be all over those
0: shuffleboard courts.
1: Watch that one recently. It's hilarious. It's a good one.
0: But at a holiday dinner, AC, Jason Alexander, and his brother Frank are trying to hit up Ed Asner, their father, for money uh, to advertise the toys. And they thought, don't. <laughs> Stupid us. We just put the boxes there.
1: We just threw them outside and thought money would come in. But Gilbert Sr.
0: thinks uh, this whole toy thing is a waste. They're like us when
1: we write a script where we're like, all right. okay,
0: money, please. And it's like you got to show it to people and you have to like schmooze and try and convince them to buy it. And like, no, it's in the I put it in the drawer. We We wrote it. Now the money comes in, right? We put it in a drawer and then if they want to come into my house and look in the drawer, they can, but I won't tell them which drawer
1: they have to schedule it. I'm very finicky. I like my shows. I don't want to be disturbed.
0: Gilbert senior thinks AC should go back to medicine as a poise as opposed to doing toys and magic.
1: Stupid magic AC Um, loves
0: magic and he loves toys.
1: Andrew, this is where the movie starts to really show that like, the movie itself is of two minds on things Mm -hmm. because ostensibly you're supposed to want this guy to be a toy maker but at the same time ed asner explains you're the most gifted doctor this country has ever seen (laughs) you could fucking cure every disease and he's like no, I want to play with toys. No,
0: I want to do the toy thing. It's
1: like, you're a gifted surgeon. You're an amazing doctor. You are I number one in your class. Want
0: that? I want to make a. You can save lives. Watch, like, watch this. I can, I can, I'll do force, force deal. All right, you're going to pick the five of clubs. I want to make you pick the five of clubs? Check it out. Oh, right. made you pick the five of clubs, didn't I?
1: Nope, this is the Joker. This is the th- this is the card that tells you how to play poker.
0: Shit. Uh, all right. Hold on. I have uh, be right back. Uh, also, my rabbit is dead. Uh, it's been I forgot to feed it in my hat. Compounding things here in their reasoning is that Mary is pregnant. Yes. And Esner says, why don't you if you're caring for kids so much, why don't you care for your own unborn one right now?
1: Uh, he's a real son of a bitch. Yeah as there's kind of does. a dick
0: in this uh, in this movie after a discussion where they realize that they should potentially show people what the fuck an erector set is because again they just went to the toy store and they're just like i don't know it's put it on the show yeah they uh they realize oh fuck maybe people want to know what the dumb
1: thing is no one knows what the hell this is
0: they just said i thought it was pornography they were selling, but it was to the wrong crowd.
1: It went right back,
0: and then a lot of angry returns after that. <laughs> they were like, "But there was one guy that fucking loved it, it which really, is really more like, concerning." I,
1: I need more. Who's <laughs> who's returning
0: them? I'll buy them discounted. I want the ones with motors inside it as well, if you don't with mind. Motors
1: and little little gears. Yes, thank you.
0: They said, All right, "Well, I, I mean, I guess as long as it." His money is as good as anyone else's money. Uh, A window display gets created that they pay out of pocket for. They pay the toy store owner out of pocket to set up in a window display to show what the fucking erector set is. So Jason Alexander is is putting up a big Ferris wheel and a thing and a thing. And he's getting a big crowd to show up.
1: Doing like magic and stuff.
0: Crowd is like, wow, this is cool. I'll take 30, I guess, maybe cuz they come into the toy store and AC gives them a big hard sell.
1: Gives them the hard. I was like this guy does not know how to sell anything.
0: No, they He's they were already there. Desperate. They were already
1: there and he was pushing pushing pushing. pushing. Like, no no, you will love it. Take two. Take two. They're free. Come on. And it's like I no, just, they're in the door, man. You
0: need this. And it's like no, you're going to seem desperate. Back off. Tell them that they're too dumb for this. They won't then they'll really come for you. Tell them only rich
1: people can have this toy.
0: <laughs> because the lady comes in and she's like so oh, i can't carry all this home he's like no it's it come. it's it's the pieces your kid builds it and you can build whatever the fuck you want and You can be educational if you want it to be I, I guess i don't know as he's long as you give me the dick. fucking money just give me the money lady
1: i don't care
0: i i'll tell you whatever you want to hear as long as you pull the money out of your purse and
1: you give it to me yes it'll make your husband love you again <laughs> That's his tea, his tea is low. Guess what you can erect? More tea. More tea. Just just armies of tea. During all of this, Mary goes into labor. Because it can even help this guy. And it's a picture of me. And he's like.
0: <sighs> I mean, anything's possible, yeah. technically. I will not lie to you, ma'am. It's going to be.
1: That one will be tough. That'll be tough. Maybe the spring line will have something. <laughs> this is the first pressing
0: of this once we start getting them out there there'll be like a big
1: like a like a king
0: size set
1: like a set specifically for this gentleman maybe we thing.
0: could there might be a dent created at, at whatever that is that you're holding um uh no i'll just be i'll be flat out with you no it's not gonna help lie, that
1: but no it's don't don't count on it. Um, so then his wife says, Hey, I'm having a baby.
0: And, and so AC says, it. But I'm, you
1: don't fuck this up for me fucking
0: up fucking this up sale. for me? Uh, they go off what to if the hospital. That,
1: what, if, what if she thought that she was part of the scam? She was like, oh, I'll take a dozen. <laughs> things. He's like, Oh, they're going off the shelves hot now. Well,
0: I, you know, we can't, uh, we might not his have enough answer. for the rest of these nice people.
1: I wish
0: we could. She's like, no, I'm really having a baby. He's like, yes. And we've never met before, have we?
1: (laughs) Whose baby? Yours, (laughs) yours, man. Come on.
0: Lots of good news is coming AC's way as he now has a baby son named Al. And also he finds out the sets the erector sets just flew off the toy shelves. And now here comes old Ed Asner. Johnny, come lately? Yeah, wanting to come invest in his company now that he knows that it can sell, just like crypto. Mark, now (laughs) Dad, where were you when Dogecoin was so low? And I was begging you. I said, "You got to get in now. You got to get in on the ground floor." And you said, "What is it?" And I said, "I don't know," but I'm do it. (laughs) I'm seventy thousand dollars into it, and I feel like I need to be more into it.
1: I was uh at the beginning of this year i was on a job and i was waiting in line for food and i overheard the like two camera assholes in front of me talking about how they were on one of them was on a clubhouse is that what it was There was a specific app that you had to be invited to.
0: Uh, Yeah, that sounds familiar, right? Because he was stormed the Capitol. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Yeah,
1: it was like I was on a clubhouse discord or something. Mm -hmm. We were talking about crypto and I'm in deep on this Dogecoin. And I think it's going to be big. And I was like, this is the most January of 2020, 2020 conversation I've ever heard in my life. And then he was like, I could invite you if you want to come into the thing. I was like, this is just, Just yeah, I'll have the fish, I guess. Just
0: take my money and just burn it in front of me, if you don't mind. And he said, with pleasure.
1: You got it, Chief.
0: Uh, However, Ed Asner's only condition is that he gets full access to the ledgers in order to keep an eye on his investment.
1: Uh, so this will come back later, right? Be oh, absolutely. Play. Don't be you
0: a- don't you worry your pretty little head.
1: There'll be this a house is- of Gucci-esque, you know, buying there'll, out there'll moment, there will be a moment. There will be a
0: moment where out where where AC says we have to invest in new metal. And then they said, Well, the coffers are empty. And he's like, empty. And then he finds out that his father made a, a crucial investment that he wasn't expecting, or he stops the sale of something, or he starts the sale of something. Don't worry. This is going to come back to really fire up the plot in the second and third act.
1: If you want to mention it 19 minutes into the movie, unless it was going to kind of
0: be a big a big deal. Yeah. It's all coming together as AC buys a bigger factory to produce his toy. And he also does magic, ladies and gentlemen,
1: just for funds.
0: Uh, we get a big montage of he's like, Look at my new my new factory. Everyone's having a lot of fun here. We've only cut the fingers off of like four guys so far.
1: <laughs> it's pretty good. Careful with that lead paint, boys. Uh, Yeah, they <sighs> only
0: they, huff a little bit.
1: They try to show that the factory is a joyful, happy place by having children running around this industrial factory. Yeah, it doesn't seem safe to me. <laughs> and I'm like, that is not there's no railings. You've got these giant wheels that are just churning up a uh, steel all the time with no nothing guarding them nothing mm-hmm. protecting them you got why these would there kids be kids with like scarves sprinting by and i was like yeah that kid's gonna lose his skull his head right there <laughs> but it's fun we're making toys that there is seriously like five and a half minutes of just erector sets being put into boxes and then boxes being put into vans. And there, then the director in sets. Of, in,
0: yes, in terms of like actual plot points in this movie, there is a lot of uh, a lot of stretching happening. Yeah, because there was also the same thing when he's assembling all the stuff in the window storefront. Uh, it was like, OK, crowd arrives and he's like, he's gathered a crowd because of how cool his toys look. And it's like, we get we get that in 20 seconds. Yeah, it's a good it's a minute. 90 seconds of just like, Look at this. Oh, and this thing spins. And kids are like, wow.
1: I've heard spinning's a good trick. I've tried it before. It is pretty good.
0: It's now five years later, and it's still going good for the people at Erector. They're still using metal, and they're still having moving parts to chop children's fingers
1: off. Yeah. We did it this
0: way since the beginning and we'll do it till the day I
1: die. Every erector set comes with one child's finger. And that's my promise to you.
0: Gilbert Sr. arrives and is furious that Mary is writing Christmas bonuses. (laughs) Gilbert's uh, Gilbert Sr. warns that uh, his extravagant benefits will cost the entire business as the world is on the brink of
1: war, Mark. That's right. The Spanish-American War.
0: They said, you go. You, you get the pictures. I'll bring the war.
1: To hell with Spain and remember the main.
0: The United States, according to a spinning uh, newspaper headline, enters World War One.
1: It's weird yep. that it says nation enters world war one which right. raises yeah, the question it's like hold on that's it's weird like, that we would there would number. be a world war two
0: we're that? numbering it now i i'm kind of con- concerned about that
1: range the great the
0: war mark right
1: yes yes uh the
0: archduke he's dead and now <laughs> things have gone France to hell
1: is, i mean i i only know the one song from guitar hero but mm. i guess it's a shame that he got
0: shot Archer is dead. He took the wrong road then, and it was a big mess anyway. Because right,
1: isn't the guy that
0: assassinated him like didn't didn't the car take the wrong path and he like lucked out into being like. Fuck, I lost him. And the guy just rolls right up next to him. And he's like,
1: as I as, as I recall, he was drinking at a cafe because he was like, Fuck, they found out. And then he saw him. And he was <laughs> he's, like, like, oh. he's like, that's a that, there's a freebie. That's that's <laughs> that's, a, that's a gimme.
0: <laughs> uh but a Christmas show goes off, uh, even though the United States has entered the Great War with the erector crew with AC dressed up like santa It still seems like good times ahead
1: for the people at the factory this scene still upsets me because AC comes out and he's like, it's, it is I Sandy Claus. And then he takes the mask off and he's like, it's not really Santa Claus. It's me, the guy that pays all of you to be here. And there's one kid who's like, Jesus
0: Christ,
1: (laughs) the big man, he's here. And then he does this dumb gag where he holds a sheet up over himself and they make a big deal about this, that he goes to his brother and he's like, this is our big closer. It's got to go without a hitch. And you're like, OK, let's." so see it's it not fail. going to go
0: without a hitch. Something okay. happens, a little conflict coming up.
1: There's a conflict. Something goes wrong. It gives us an indication that things aren't going to go perfectly for all of our characters. That the world is capricious and cruel, and that you can't control everything. No, it actually no, goes, goes. It goes fine.
0: perfectly fine, actually. Sorry, it goes
1: perfectly fine, and they also show you how it's done to where you're like, well, that's insanely simple. Why were they even worried about this? Yeah,
0: it's uh, fake hands, and then there's like a pulley that he's yeah. pulling, and he just walks out the back curtain. Uh, but I think this is a show that the uh, it's like a family. Yeah, like it's, a- it's like a.
1: It's a family that you're paid to be a part of. Yeah. And, that and then you exploited. could potentially
0: lose a finger over. And, <laughs> but they make a big deal by saying, oh, well, there's daycare here at the factory and you get medical benefits. I don't see that at the coal mine.
1: Which is cool and progressive. And I'm down with that. So that's fine.
0: Yeah. A.C. then gets a call from the assistant secretary of the Navy, Franklin Delano Roosevelt.
1: FDR himself
0: who wants his advice and help on the war effort.
1: He says, how can a sets save the world? AC heads to Washington, D.C. build another Archduke. That's it. We build another Archduke we... out of Erector sets,
0: And then you put a little paper mache over it. They'll never he know he's around. gone.
1: Everybody thinks he's fine. Everybody just goes home.
0: They say, oh, oh, he's actually he's fine. He's fine. He's, he's fine. fine. He's fine. He's
1: going to be bent out of shape about.
0: Uh, He's making there's a lot of smoke coming out of his butt, but that's I guess that I think that's how it used to be. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, we called him old smoke, Butt. oh, yeah, I do remember this. Yes. I think that's what that song is about. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He's got a lot of smoke coming out of his ass. At Washington, D.C., AC has to listen to the secretaries of war tell him that he needs to convert his toy factory into a munitions factory and he said ladies and gentlemen i not only did i say no to the world of medical science i will say no to helping anybody do anything that isn't toy related all right unless we're building toys for these soldiers i don't want a goddamn thing to do with any of you to hell with the world i live in the world
1: of toys the AC does what Nintendo don't. Yes. Remember that.
0: AC, however, just wants to keep making toys and he is conflicted because,
1: because if you stop giving toys to kids, you might as well cancel Christmas.
0: Folks, we've said it since day one. They set the goddamn Christmas tree on fire. It's happening every year. More and more. No War Fox Christmas
1: on tree. Christmas Christmas. <laughs> are destroyed by insane homeless people in a they're, coordinated attack.
0: They're trying to shut it down, Mark. What are we supposed to do? I can't even go to Target anymore with my ho 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 holly jolly sweater and scream at them for having having holiday cards instead of Christmas cards. I don't want non-denominational. Oh, I want I want the card to say specifically Christmas.
1: What am I doing going to Starbucks if I can't exclude people who are not Christian? Think about That's the it. only reason you go to Starbucks. Isn't
0: that the point of being an American?
1: To exclude people who don't feel the same way you do, but also you probably don't feel the same the way that you're supposed to.
0: That's right. I'm a joke anyway. Unless I'm bullying somebody specifically <laughs> for not thinking the way that I want them to think, then what's the why are we even doing this?
1: Might as well go back to the caves.
0: Live moss. I'm living Christmas.
1: Oh, that's good. That's good. We, write, that right, write, card-
0: write that down. Write
1: that down. Talk to Taco Bell about that.
0: That's good. Th- yeah, I would love to see them do holiday cups at uh, at Taco Bell
1: yeah i need my mountain dew squench, whatever it's called
0: <laughs> aha blast mark
1: squinch is a good name
0: well that there squinchers already exist
1: oh squinch is a thing all right never
0: squinchers are those uh electrolyte little things that you can like you can drink they're like little things of pedialyte basically back at the house it's christmas Mark, I have a question for you. Yes. Do they know it's Christmas
1: <laughs> at this house? Apparently. Yeah.
0: Because they got a big old goose and they got they're dressed up and they're uncomfortable around their own family. So it must so be it Christmas. Is
1: Christmas You're Christmas just... must be tonight. My uncle is drunk.
0: My uncle's and drunk trying and he's, to catch up. And I'm, and I'm trying to follow along what he's talking about. It's something about the pandemic, but he's slurring his
1: words. Meanwhile, I'm pretty sure my teenage nephews uh, have been vaping pure marijuana in the garage. So who's <laughs> the real oddball in the family? It's me.
0: For hours. Yeah. Uh, it's Christmas. The family sits down to eat while AC's brother goofs around with a microphone. That they explain that they use this thing uh, to get their first, bank
1: effectively
0: effectively to get their first loan. They explain that they use this little microphone box. They hit it in a bank loan officer's office. AC goes in, gets denied a loan. And then when he leaves, he pretends like he's the ghost
1: of the bank uh, manager, of Mr. Uh, Mr. Potter,
0: saying you just you you're going to get that. That man is Christmas something something he gets caught but uh, the bank loan officer appreciates his moxie and gives him the loan anyway which i call bullshit on because that's that's just bank fraud yeah you fraud at a major bank
1: the kid asks why didn't grandpa give you a loan because he was a banker and he says because your dad's uh kind of a kind of a fuck up and never really cared for him that's true but mark like well Let's carve that goose. What's the difference
0: between this and then pretending that you uh, you're an executive from YouTube. You talk about how great your company is.
1: And then you went and then you lose a softball game as a result. And then it? you lose a softball the game. The softball is. the. And real then
0: world. once you get caught by the Wall Street Journal, sometime later, you just claim it's a big oopsie. And uh, your uh, your one executive was just having uh, a, a men- he was having a mental health day.
1: Yeah, he wasn't uh, he wasn't getting enough sleep.
0: Yeah, his vibes, his vibes were off.
1: And he thought that he was the head of Google. Yeah. (laughs) John Paul Google.
0: How many times do we walk into work and we just assume that we're the president of the company?
1: Uh, Most of the time. Yeah, certainly act like it.
0: Because if I had a guest so the president of a show would walk in dick first into the control room as well.
1: Yeah, and scream at children and be dressed like an absolute slob because he doesn't care what anybody thinks. You know, like, I guess he seems to be in charge.
0: Well, if you, you gotta act like the job that you want, not the one you have. So I guess I guess you're getting closer and closer each day you go to your, uh, your uh, office there, Mark.
1: Just brazenly sleeping in the... <laughs> control room there's only one person
0: guard. that could potentially do that and he's the president of the network later ac tells gilbert about the the uh, conversation that he had in uh, washington uh, district of columbia
1: see now, this, this is how you build drama andrew you have characters ask someone about a thing that we already know what happened mm-hmm. and he puts off telling them
0: yeah, he so says, I'll tell you we, later so we can see this incredible goose cutting scene.
1: So that when we get to the scene where he says, hey, this is the information that uh, the audience has been aware of for the past five and a half minutes, you can go, wow, drama. Oh, wait, no, this is nothing. I knew this.
0: Ed Asner is pleased with this. He says, finally, your factory can do something other than make children happy.
1: We can kill Krauts, finally. Finally,
0: God. Oh, uh, why? That's why I went into business in the first place.
1: <laughs> Just kill a bunch of those sauerkraut eating Germans.
0: Also, Frank, AC's brother, announces that he's been miss, drafted. Get a
1: couple of Frenchmen, too. You know, you know not, well, no harm, no harm. Not doubt. too
0: shabby there. Uh, Frank also says that he's been drafted. So, AC is now we've got a lot of crossroads. Now we, we all got problems. His brother's being drafted and he might have to give up his toy company in order to make munitions for the war.
1: The movie makes it very clear that AC is conflicted about becoming an arms manufacturer, Mm -hmm. but the movie at the same time has the brother say, I would feel a lot better in the trenches knowing that my gun came from you. Yes. So the movie is definitely very, very conflicted and maybe it's because it's 2002 so it's like, we don't know where we stand with our own like militaristic impulses at this specific, specific point in time.
0: No, this, this, this is a definitely a pro war movie.
1: It is, it is a pro war movie, but I think that it's because I think that the ambiguity comes from like, whatever they initially wrote was anti-war mm-hmm. and then September 11th happened and they are like, well, we can't say that it's bad to send our. <laughs> boys overseas to die and to uproot our entire system of life so that we can have the Patriot Act. All this oh. guy's is doing is making fewer toys. Who cares?
0: Well, uh, AC also gets, uh, yeah, Frank tells him, I feel better if Thank you, you... To my rant. <laughs> I'd feel better if your company was the one making the gas masks and the bullets and the shells that I'll have to fight with. This gives Frank, uh, this gives AC some pause, something to ponder over. But Frank also gets him a dictaphone.
1: Directors and dictaphones. And yeah. he decides he to read, he re-
0: reads a poem.
1: Well, he recites record... a poem.
0: He recites a poem into the dictaphone, it gets recorded on a big black cylinder, which should have been just the filthiest limerick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there once was a guy named gilly who always seemed pretty silly he went to a bar and met a young philly uh he didn't wear rubbers, so he lost his willy yeah
0: see that should have been go. it and that
1: then took, that took 10 seconds for me to come up with
0: laugh uproariously at it because we will hear this poem over and over again and if it was just an incredibly filthy limerick with jason alexander listening to it pensively
1: wistfully i, was, I miss i the days of my brother saying that i had sex with a prostitute and my <laughs> dick fell off we were so much calm we were so much more innocent
0: act two it's shipping out day and frank says goodbye to his family he says look at my big long coat look at my hat this I'm is what we wore in girl. world war one
1: we didn't rent this
0: <laughs> I brought this from home. Frank tells AC he'll be home by Christmas. Okay. All right. At the factory, AC says, yes, we will be converting the factory from toys into bullets. We're going to be making bullets. This he is also-
1: exactly the plot of the Robin Williams movie Toys, isn't it?
0: Yes, but they were like military-themed toys, weren't they?
1: No, they they were making uh, it was Ender's game like they were making to- military.
0: Oh, for kids to for make kids, them so more soldiers. to be
1: soldiers. Yeah. Yes.
0: Uh, so, yeah, this is this is what they were ripping off. He also introduces the new Frank, who is the head of production. His name is uh, Hiram Hiram
1: <laughs> TV's Frank
0: TV's Frank was there.
1: He's gone now. Now it's my mother. Uh, and then we're he, gonna went replace... to, he
0: went to second banana heaven.
1: We're going to have a uh, Bobo and brain guy next time. Hiram
0: is there and Hiram says no more toys. It's now knives and gas masks, gas masks.
1: So when your kids fingers get chopped off, you'll know that you're doing good work.
0: Uh, later, Hiram gives AC and his wife shit about having kids in the factory. He says, look, we're making bullets. And even though it's less, it's more safe than those god awful cutters that were making your Erector sets. We shouldn't have kids in here. Still
1: kind of dangerous.
0: AC agrees. He says, "Yeah, this is no place for kids." Is like another one, another orphan gets chewed up in the gears of another machine. He says, "Oh, actually, that was we're still making a couple toys over there for
1: a train out over there."
0: Frank sends a letter home to A.C. saying hopefully he'll be home soon. War is hell, et cetera, et cetera. It's
1: In a order, really weird letter because it's like, oh, we had a great time. The Germans practically surrendered. Um, I saw a family devastated trying to pick up the ruins of their lives. <laughs> Probably should have mentioned to stop reading this out loud if the kid's around. But whatever.
0: Uh, um, throw on the old uh, limerick uh, wax cylinder if you That'll get bored. I farted into one of them. So he will
1: get a kick out of that. It's the it's the longest one.
0: (laughs) How long do you think it took for someone once they got a dictaphone to just put the thing on their butt and fart into it?
1: It's seconds, seconds, milliseconds. Yes. It's like how one of the like, you know, it did not take long before they were like, we could have we could point this moving camera thing at naked women. And they're oh. like, "Oh.
0: But the but what about these uh, elephants we got to electrocute?" <laughs>
1: well, we're going to kill them obviously.
0: All right. Well, I I, I guess you got to stay of execution for right now, Jumbo.
1: <sighs> and then they were like, "We have to match sound and picture because when he farts, I want to know exactly when he farts so that when the lady reacts by mm-hmm. putting her hand to her forehead and falling over, people need to know exactly what she is experiencing."
0: This is, I think this is what happened. It, like uh, the RKO Studios and the, the, with uh, Lemley and all those guys, they were having these conversations.
1: We have to assume that, yeah, that Al Jolson was like, so <laughs> I'm an artist who just farts. And they're like, what if. What see- if,
0: what if in The Jazz Singer he said, you ain't heard nothing yet, and then <laughs> farted really loud?
1: <laughs> what if, man. Well, there would have to be, he would have to be standing in front of a curtain so that it billows out <laughs> behind him.
0: How, how long do you think it took for someone to pitch that again in the writer's that room?
1: have been one of the first things. He God, farmed, right? This,
0: this only makes me every time I see a movie about like screenwriters or like 50s television writers, it just makes me wish I was in the room to be like. What if he farts really loud?
1: <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> well, you're asking who was the first person to be like, record scratch, dog looks up. Huh?
0: <laughs> See, if only if this, It this is like, this is like that, um, uh, that movie w- where the Beatles don't exist
1: yesterday. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But like, what if, Dog, uh, record scratch, dog looking up didn't exist.
1: Well, and you, American-
0: you and I are the only ones who know that that's a thing. And then we pitch it and we look like geniuses.
1: I'm imagining we get a time machine. Mm-hmm. And we have the option of going back and killing Hitler. And instead, we just were the first people to come into a room and be like, Jackie Gleason's going to tell his wife he's going to knock her out. And then everybody just applauds and <laughs> cheers. <laughs>
0: he's threatening domestic violence he's gonna punch her so hard that she flies to the moon, the moon.
1: they said you've done it you've cracked the yeah. case We're genius yeah should we invent google no no i'm uh i'm trying to get a guy to slip on a banana peel for me
0: no i want i want uh i want a, a an interactive uh, exhibit at the paley center of me in a in a director's chair being like yeah, that's right. We were the first ones to think of uh, what if, uh, what if, uh, you know, a boss was coming home for dinner, and uh, they had to make a souffle, and someone slammed the door too hard, and the souffle fell.
1: When Andrew bought the world's biggest sheet cake, I thought that he had turned <laughs> a corner, and that our partnership <laughs> would be over. But then I came to set. And I saw John Ritter go right into that cake and I was like you done it again you bastard. I don't know
0: how you did it but you made genius look even more smart.
1: Um Are there any jokes that you guys couldn't get off the ground? Well, let me tell you about my good friend Bofa.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I want. I, then then it's the us the it's us with jimmy kimmel and the place of norman lear and talking about how the, the sitcoms nowadays don't fart as much as we'd like
1: so <laughs> it's, it's a whole different world now
0: uh <laughs> where were we at oh in order to distract al AC takes him outside to throw the baseball around,
1: but he is he becomes every father of this generation. Just
0: incredibly disappointed in dead. the incredibly disappointed in the athletic prowess of his son because he throws him the ball and he can't catch it. And he's like, just put your fucking mitt up. I don't I I'm throwing it right at the mitt. All you gotta do is just close your hand around it.
1: I can't do it, dad. I can't catch the ball. And then he says, we're having fun and he's God striking, damn it. Right. I love fun. Thank you, Dad.
0: Also, AC gets a couple fan letters read to him from kids around the world who who call them uh, selves. Yes, they call him their father and they call themselves his sons. Creepy. Al says that he uh, he's not having any fun and he decides to leave and go back inside. Al talks to his mom and is worried that A.C. wants a different non shitty son, <laughs> which I mean, if Christmas is coming up, um, maybe it's maybe? on his list. I don't know. Mary gives A.C. shit about not connecting with his son, Al, saying she doesn't know, uh, saying he doesn't know him. And that A.C. Cares- no, he sucks. Yeah, he sucks. He can't catch a baseball. And he's like, ooh, ooh, "My dad wants a better son." Ooh. She also says that uh, AC potentially cares more about his fan letters than his own son, and she compares him to Gilbert Senior, Ed Asner. Them's fighting words, lady. Yeah. Comparing me to my father? How dare you! If
1: this was a comedy. I threatened to punch you.
0: <laughs> yeah, that'd be a big laugh. Yeah. Yeah. In response, AC tries to teach Al how to ride a bike.
1: <laughs> Again, abuses his son.
0: Yeah, he's she's like he's not really an outdoor kid. Maybe you can meet him on his level. And he's like, I got just the ticket here. Bike, get on this stupid bike.
1: There is a funny scene of him falling over that just really tickled me.
0: Because uh, he starts to go around and he's like, don't let go of the bike. And then eventually he gets the hang of it. And Jason Alexander, let's go. And then the kid just eats shit immediately. <laughs> and then he pisses and moans about that.
1: Yeah. Jesus, kid sucks.
0: And Asner, however, having a great time. He's like, huh, another <laughs> child. Right. Someone's abusing another child. This is That's,
1: wonderful." You, you've learned from the best. My boy.
0: However, while that happens, a military car arrives to inform the family that Frank AC's brother is missing in action. Mia. Back at the factory, a secretary in the war cabinet arrives to show off a new ad campaign, which is encouraging people to forego Christmas to buy war bonds.
1: Yep. Finally, it, Andrew, this is what I've been telling people I've been doing every every year. Andrew, your gift? War bonds.
0: I'm buying you a war bond in 20 years, it'll be worth the exact same amount of money huh isn't that fun they want ac to support this because if he tells kids to buy war bonds instead of toys they will however he's feel
1: like this guy fundamentally this, that that was my issue was i was like you fundamentally misunderstand children yeah if you're like if a doughy old white man tells them Toys suck. Now they will think toys suck now. And it's like, no, they're kids. They've always loved toys.
0: Yeah, they're not going to they don't give a shit. They don't really they only know who AC Gilbert is because his name is on the box. Yeah. But like it's literally just like it. It could be Mrs. Fields for all they know. Like they don't know if 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 this is a real person or if it's just matter to them. Yeah. Again, it would be like and it's also a little different because they like the toys, but they don't necessarily like the man per se. Again, if we like if Walt Disney was like buy war bonds, kids would be like, I don't really like fuck you. What if Mickey Mouse said buy war bonds? Eh, That's a little different, a
1: little different. Well, yeah. The other thing is like the war, the guy from the defense department seems to think that kids like toys because they like AC. Mm -hmm. But it's like, no, they like AC because they like toys. If you take away the toys, you got nothing he's like, no, he's 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 a white man. They got to love him.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, it's not it's the it's the teens right now. That's 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 what happens. Uh, AC is horrified at the thought of canceling Christmas. Mark, do you think. uh, Because, again, the secretaries of war here are trying to uh, get people to forego Christmas to buy war bonds for the national war effort. Do you think something like this today would be successful?
1: Um,
0: the answer is no. I mean, I mean, it's outside. Well, actually, there's a bit of a give and take because,
1: again, Americans love war. And uh, they love violence. It depends on what you're telling them to buy. I guess if that's you true. Said this Christmas, buy guns. Mm. Most Americans would go nuts for it. Yes. Remember the reason for the season, the Second Amendment. Mm. Would be a great campaign if it was this Christmas. Put down your guns and stop buying them. They would. What if, like, but what
0: if you were asking? Thing. What if you were asking for just a little bit of like uh, selflessness in terms of like we need to preserve something this Christmas. Planet? Don't go crazy. Yeah.
1: If we were like, hey, please stop you. Don't put up inefficient light bulbs for your own amusement because you're destroying the earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. No one would do that.
0: Oh. Shit. Well, hopefully that doesn't come back to bite us in the ass. Sure, it won't. AC agonizes about a speech that he has to give uh, regarding canceling Christmas. Reluctantly, AC goes along with the message, which for somebody who's saving Christmas, this guy is just. He also destroys Christmas in the first place. He's not really fighting against it. He's like, oh, maybe I should. I don't know. But then he's like, yeah, fuck it. I'll do it. Uh, no toys and no Christmas until the boys come home. So say the posters that he reveals Ed Asner is pleased with this, but Mary is upset about this canceling Christmas stuff. And it's like,
1: lady, get in line. My brother is dead. Potentially a bunch of Americans are dead. Very
0: much so. Definitely.
1: And you're up my ass because the State Department wants me to give better weapons to our soldiers. I'm sorry.
0: AC arrives at the factory and everyone is pissed at him, saying that they're working too long and too fucking hard.
1: And then the babies say the ultimate sin. They threaten to unionize.
0: Yeah. Then they're like, oh, shit. Everyone's fired. Get out.
1: Okay, all right, Kellogg's, Uh, you're fired.
0: We can go ahead and hire 1,500 people off the street. It's not a big deal. Doesn't matter. Uh, Meanwhile, we can also see that his head designer is getting obviously bad news on the phone. as his AC's employees are yelling at him. AC says, fucking fine. Here's the deal. We're going to implement breaks. Yes, I know. We can't offer OT pay. We will look into that. We're making bullets for the fucking military. We're already soaking these rubes for like 25 to 35 percent higher than <laughs> than what they're actually worth. So maybe we can soak them for 40.
1: Um, he says we're going to implement a big break right now. You're all on break permanently. Get the fuck out.
0: Don't come back. The doors will be locked. But he also just says, like, leave me the fuck alone. All right. Don't unionize, please. For the love of God, don't unionize. Then the
1: then the Russians win.
0: Think about it. Look, we we work better when we when the employer talks directly with the employee. I can't imagine that being a problem where your boss, the person who employs you,
1: who's in charge of every of your livelihood tells you the way it's going to be. And,
0: you know, you can negotiate for it's a give and take. That's how that's how it works. Uh, however, going upstairs to talk with this designer named Sam, it's apparent that Sam's son has died in action. AC walks Sam out of the factory and everyone looks at the two of them as they walk out of uh, said factory. And they said, look at those two. Huh. Pomos. Take it. A- <laughs> Gonna go kiss outside. And yeah, it's like, well, it's butt. 1910. They can, they can say that stuff.
1: Um. No. As as he walks him out, he says, "By the way, that phone call was on company time. So that
0: will be coming that, out of your
1: paycheck. That's, that's coming out of your paycheck. And I'm rounding
0: for, up. I'm rounding up to a full hour on that one.
1: And for, yeah. You're for today. You're just you just didn't seem to have it. So we're, we won't be paying you for that. Thank you.
0: But while walking to school, Al gets beat up by some fat kids because his dad canceled Christmas. <laughs>
1: This is my favorite scene in the movie.
0: Little old Al with his books, like Pinocchio, just skipping to school, and like these big fat kids are like. So you think your dad can get rid of
1: a walnut in a sock? Can he?
0: Uh-huh.
1: Just I only got the one kid. sock, kid. I was looking forward to getting a second one. Um, Andrew, do you think the casting director was like, "I want your fattest kid"? <laughs> Give me the fattest, ugliest kid.
0: Now, I know I said I want you heard me say I want a fat kid. I'm telling you, I want your biggest porker. <laughs> Give me your prized hog in the casting book. I don't I don't care how much it costs. I just yeah, I want where you get him from. I want the biggest chunk.
1: You Whoever you got. Ag- Augustus Gloop.
0: Bigger. I want to. One and I've
1: hired him. It's too, too skinny. Too
0: Life. Uh yeah, he's like, I just want I want the biggest, ugliest, fattest fucking kid. Tell him I told you this. Who cares? He got the job.
1: That's all he cares about. And tell him he gets to punch a kid in the face.
0: Yeah, we're not doing any stagecraft here. He gets to literally yeah. sucker punch yeah. this kid all right in the mush. Uh after talking with Al, AC has a freak out saying he wants those kids dead. <laughs> I want their parents dead
1: <laughs> he has a scene with al where he's like what are you so i'm sorry you got punched in the face hey by the way what are you into and he's like chemistry and he's like cool see you son and then he's like meanwhile al is like devising like a, a form a formula for strychnine that he can just put into the fat kid's sugar
0: he's got well he, he's got the manhattan project like brewing on his on yeah. his uh, end table there AC leaves and he tells it's his. Crazy. He tells he's like, his I want to wife, kill those kids. Yeah, he's like, I want the name of their parents. I want the name of their parents' parents. I want to know who owns the deed to their houses. What banks are involved? I'm going to salt the earth with everyone <laughs> these kids know.
1: I'm going to hire the kids' parents and then I'm going to let the kids run around. <laughs> so their hands get cut off.
0: I'm going to install more child sized gears right at eye level.
1: That's Yeah. You want
0: Brightly colored with a big arrow that says place hand here. <laughs> uh, he has a freak out and he says it's bullshit. It's bullshit. <laughs> Saying that he wants to turn back the hands of time to before all this sh- shit. He just wants to go back making his dumb toys and killing orphans inside the gears of his factory. Yes. This is about as close to a George Costanza moment as we get. Because he throws up a, he throws up a bunch of letters and he's like,
1: AC's getting upset. He's he's trying to park cars, but there's there's different blinkers on each of them. He's blocking some Woody Allen show.
0: <laughs> uh, so then that's the end of that. Act three at the factory at night. AC bangs on a bunch of stuff with a hammer. Yeah. He's like, unionize this, will you? Huh. I'll
1: destroy my own equipment. I'll seize I... the
0: means of my own production.
1: Uh, he also has a um, he's visited by the ghost of Christmas past. I think yes. the lead fumes are getting to him yeah. and he completely <laughs> loses his mind.
0: He uh, hears children laughing in the factory and then gets freaked out then decides to go upstairs and listen to his brother's wax cylinder where he farted into the thing
1: this is the most relatable moment andrew because i always hear people laughing at me
0: yeah i guess that's true
1: whenever i tell someone they're like no one's no one's laughing mark and it's like i hear them
0: they're always laughing they're so they just you can't hear them it's deafening
1: but they'll pay they'll all pay
0: Uh, He goes upstairs and listens to his brother's wax cylinder where he read the poem and then smoke in the furnace forces him to open the windows of his office, which then blows a bunch of his fan letters around. And it's all very magical. I guess. Back at home, AC talks about his revelation because he's like, I was spoken to. The seventh
1: son of the seventh son will rise from the ashes.
0: He said, I saw the seal open up. And I, 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 I'm now, now I am the, I am the mouthpiece. I am Erector.
1: We will make the biggest bomb this world has ever seen.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Only to find out. So he, he has this, he's like, I, it was magical. I heard children laughing and I felt like the spirit of my brother was talking to me directly. And then. They were blowing around fan letters, and it only makes me want to restart making toys. Then he finds out that his entire family gaslit
1: him. They were just fucking with him.
0: By using the voice recorder that we saw earlier and some smoke powder in the furnace, uh, which is insane.
1: Would have burned the place down, I would assume.
0: Yeah. So and then we also find out that Ed Asner, Gilbert Sr., was involved in this plan as well which makes no sense.
1: I cannot imagine Gilbert Ed Asner hiding behind a thing, pulling a little rope
0: because I guess
1: they felt that AC
0: was like so conflicted that they were like, he needs to go back to making toys. We need to force his hand. He needs to go back to doing the thing he loves. What if
1: he told him that
0: Ed Asner? It seems like it would have been more effective if they were really going to go this route. Ed Asner should have pulled him aside and said, "I, I like, I know it's been rough for you, especially with Frank gone. No, it doesn't make any sense why Ed Asner is supportive of this.
1: No, that, that doesn't make any sense. If you want to have a big moment then Ed Asner should be like, I already lost one son. I don't I want to lose another one. Car.
0: If you don't feel comfortable making bombs, then we need to go back to toys. And I think it feel like that would go a little bit further for him emotionally than like trying to
1: hoodwink the sky. Because we also never, Ed Asner never seems to express any, like, feelings about his other son being dead. No. He's he's
0: okay. He's like, well, he gave his life for the cause. Good riddance. And that, and that cause, <laughs> you know, he never liked him. He <laughs> thought his lim- limericks weren't that great. He doesn't, he doesn't appreciate the off-color limericks.
1: He says, I orchestrated the murder of the Archduke for just this purpose.
0: Um... However, after reading his fan letters from children saying, I love the erector set, he decides he needs to go to Washington District of Columbia
1: to, to try and get back to the way they were. Uh, he goes up to a Marine and he's like, I need to go in there. And he's like, well, I need to check your bags. So the Marine opens the bags.
0: Mm-hmm. We don't
1: see what's inside the bags. But the Marine says, you want to take that in there? Good luck. And I was like, oh, it's a bomb. Yeah, it's absolutely <laughs> a bomb.
0: He said, I, uh, I'll I'll carefully leave one door open.
1: Yeah. Right. <laughs> Wink. Hail Hydra.
0: Yeah. Uh, yes, they take a big steamer trunk there to uh, to Washington District of Columbia to go talk with the secretaries of war inside the room. Jason Alexander opens the big trunk and hands out a bunch of Erector toys and says that toys inspire and foster imagination and learning. He says, if we get rid of toys and we get rid of Christmas, we're canceling hope. But because he's in cell mode, he's in hard cell mode. He's also he like keep going. He's like, also, think about it. If kids play with toys and they learn how to build stuff and then they get a little older maybe they're going to build some
1: planes for you or some tanks. Yeah. Nothing about that. I he should have been, you know, told them the story of a little boy and then said, and that little boy was me. <laughs> There's a kid that loved playing with little things and then one day the he grew up and the government said, "Can you make the best bombs that have ever killed anyone?" And the boy knew how because he had played with stuff and that boy was me
0: but he also says also we're gonna make toys for like weenie kids we're
1: gonna (laughs) do like a chemistry set or something i don't know it's they can do whatever they
0: want maybe and then a young oppenheimer gets an erector set chemistry set and says hey now now i am become
1: boy (laughs)
0: After his rousing speech, he gets a round of applause. And then FDR himself, that's right. The New Deal man himself comes out and says that he's back in the toy business.
1: (laughs) But also, we still need you to kill Germans. Yeah, that's the other thing.
0: So I guess you can open up another factory to make toys, but we're still going to need them bombs and bullets. He also says, I'll keep an eye out for Frank because Frank's still missing in action. (laughs) says, yeah, I'll get I'll get right on that. Yeah.
1: The mom says, can you help us find our boy, Private Frank? And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely committing this to memory.
0: He's like uh, he's got a bunch of folders and stuff. He's like, I'll I'm look, I'm oh, doing it. Yeah, I look oh, at could, this. Is he in here? He might be in here. I don't know. All right. Well, I got to go. Uh, also, I mean, he he seemed to be walking pretty fine. I had questions about that. Yeah, <laughs> is this is the John Voight. Uh, yeah, he stands up, uh, the 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 they all fall off his legs when he stands up. However, again, the company still owes weapons for the war effort, so AC uh, starts a production line inside his own house.
1: He starts making subpar armaments that will lead to the death of thousands of Americans. But he got to make his toys, goddammit. Andrew, don't they fire this guy? Because the new guy, the new new Frank, is like... Hiram. Hiram. He's like, how are you going to afford all of this? And the wife says, we're going to have to make some changes to the management positions. Heavily implying that they fired him. But then he's in the next scene. I think they, like, threatened to fire him.
0: Oh, I also think that he was probably installed from
1: the government. I would think, yeah. Uh,
0: Either that or they just they said, uh, yeah, we're going back to making toys. Also, everyone's going to take a 75 cent pay cut. Sorry. (laughs) It's weird how the books work out. I I actually get an increase in pay. However, later, it turns out the war's over. Go home. We're done. War, the war's over. We did it. Do they know it's Christmas? At Christmas. Is it, what are we going to do
1: with all these Christmas? extra munitions? He That's says, let's way. sell those as toys.
0: <laughs> he says, I got an idea. And then they go and kill those fat kids' kid uh, families.
1: <laughs> oh, I know what to do with them. And then one yeah, I- shot back in walking into his house papa boom
0: <laughs> ac in a big fucking tank it's sky full of smoke <laughs> the movie ends with a
1: big explosion now that's how you end the, the man who saved Christmas
0: at Christmas another fucking Christmas Frank enters during the big dinner Mark, this is how you show up to uh, Christmas, right? You show up as late as you can. And then everyone's like, oh, Mark's here. Yay! And you're limping, not because you fought in war, but because you got drunk
1: beforehand and tripped, I over, tripped a, over something and tripped over a fire it.
0: hydrant getting into the house and then got mad at it and kicked <laughs> it.
1: Like, I think uh, some, somebody, somebody crashed into your uh, front steps there. I don't know how it happened. <laughs> I scared him away.
0: Damn, it's so icy out front. Seventy five Mark. Uh, But they all toast. (laughs) Apparently, it's all better because they because the man saved Christmas. (laughs) And that (laughs) always wonder. And that's the end of The Man Who Saved Christmas. think of this movie
1: i thought this movie was lame yeah. i thought this movie was lame and it didn't understand what it wanted to be or what it was trying to be but it had to be pro-war while also being sort of anti-war um yeah the thing you know. is is for somebody for somebody who considers
0: himself like a mirth merry like a you know a mirth merrymaker saying i'm all about toys like i don't feel comfortable making guns and bullets uh ac gilbert jason alexander really doesn't fight too hard against like the march of war. Yeah, exactly. It would be one thing to be like, fine, we'll convert it, but I'd still like to make toys and then get told specifically like it's just it's not in the cards. It can't work that way. And then try and there should have been a moment where he tries to subvert the thing by being like I'll sell toys out of the back of the workshop. I'll do whatever it is to make sure kids are still getting toys or he should have seen there's never even a scene where he like, well, he should have walked by a house or something and see, I saw kids like, you know, sad
1: or. Yeah, uh, we don't get a sense of that. We just get kids beating up his dork kid. Yeah, a big He's fat kid taking anyway. a swing
0: at that actor. And then that was it. Um, he says, we're both getting scale for this. <laughs> Damn. Or we don't even see really. I mean, we see it a little bit, but we don't see. That moment of like, you know, it's one thing to bring in a bunch of things and he like gives a rousing speech, but it'd be like another thing if it was like, I got this kid here and he's like, I I just want to. I want to build an airplane.
1: My dad, my dad and my grandfather are dead and I just want to build something. Just I just
0: want to put this tighten the bolts. He's like, imagine this man in your factory, Mr. Roosevelt. That's all he wants to do. He just wants to tighten the bolts.
1: He just loves tightening bolts. Uh A little what, what,
0: but again, like, or, or you know, he again he uses he has this magic stuff. Why don't you have him do some fucking mad, have him do some magic in front of the, the guys there in the final room? Oh, but yes, as we were talking before, this entire subplot with Ed Asner's character being like. I will invest in your company, but I get to check on the books and inspect it. And I'm going to be a major part of this. And then we
1: none he's of that, guy that shows up and yells. Doesn't make any sense. He's cr- he's grouchy.
0: And even though AC's company is doing very well, he's like still grouchy about it. And then, yes. Yeah, so and he starts making bullets. But now he's come around on this whole thing off screen, mind you. Yeah, like there should have been that scene where we see him when he has that freak out, they should have cut to a fucking reaction shot of that as they're standing there being like, oh, shit, this is what has pushed my son to his breaking point. And then he that could even spur him along. But instead, no, we just don't get any of this. He just saves Christmas. Fuck it. And he doesn't even save Christmas until the last 10 minutes of the fucking movie. Also, it was his fault that we lost Christmas. Yes, he could have said no. He could have been. I thought that was what the direction was going to be. But it should have been. He should have
1: been a conscientious objector. Is that? Yes. He wants
0: to to make bullets. like they're like, we want you to convert your factory into making bullets. He's like, gentlemen, I appreciate what you're saying, but there's always a place for toys and we need them more now than ever because children need, you know, with an uncertain world around them, they need at least something to focus on to take their minds off of this.
1: Yes, and, and the government
0: the government puts
1: the screws to him. The government puts the screws to him, and Ed Asner's like the government is offering us guaranteed contracts for money. Uh, we should take their money because you know who knows what's going to happen with the toys, and he's like, i I know what's going to happen with the toys. They'll be there and they'll be available because I believe in the future."
0: Yeah. Now I guess this, this is because we got something, or I guess this is because it's World War One. Like if this had been during World War Two or later, the idea is, is like you could paint AC Gilbert's like, I don't want to convert a toy factory into making munitions because I feel like toys are important for kids. He gets painted as a commie. Yeah. And then he's got to fight like back it. from that. And then when it does come down to it, that like the war department's like, we're going to cancel Christmas. They realize that he was right in the first place. And then he has to leave the charge to fight back against it.
1: Sure. That's something.
0: Instead, he he's like, doesn't want to go along with it, but goes along with it anyway and goes along with it, goes along with it. And then basically convinces the government to let him do double the work to do what he
1: wants. And they're like, sure, whatever.
0: Yeah. As long as the munitions from your factory keep coming in, you can do whatever the fuck you want. But you still owe these contracts to make uh, tank shells and whatever. And then the war just fucking ends. So it doesn't matter anyway. Like we don't, a, even, we don't even see that scene where the toy store, you know, it's like, oh, we're back in business. And then the toy store like pulls the clothes sign away. And now they're open and he's like putting erector sets back on the shelf. And the kids are like, holy shit, the erector sets are back. And then they go and run and tell their fat kid friends.
1: Um, also, when they turn it into like a bomb factory, they try to shoot it so that it's like sad now. But I'm like, it looks exactly the same. It's the same set
0: yeah it does and it looks even goofier too because
1: they got these like big metal big bombs that are just hanging out yeah yeah
0: and it, it doesn't it doesn't it, it kind of it looks it looks even more like a toy factory than it did before to be honest
1: it looks like when uh it looks like the toy store from uh toontown <laughs> yeah uh mark would you recommend this film never Not no. To a no person uh, Andrew, what are we watching next week?
0: Next time, uh, we're gonna finish off our year here. Next, next, next week is our big season finale, our big 2021 showstopper. Uh, we're watching this. We're watching this from 1986, starring Loretta Young. Oh, from NBC, it's entitled Christmas Eve. Wednesday, Loretta Young stars in a touching Christmas story as a mother struggling to bring her family together for the holidays in Christmas Eve Wednesday. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, Loretta Young plays a elderly grandmother who is recalling her three grandchildren because she's dying, baby. She's got things to get off her chest. Jesus. (laughs) Jesus. Look, man, it's the same week as Christmas Eve. What the hell do you want from me? All right, fine. But that's for next time. That uplifting. That's that's what Tenenbaums bombs is. You know. Can't maybe a sh- a, can't a guy be a shit for his whole life and try to make amends? That's the thing. Maybe Loretta Young's lying about it, just like Royal.
1: Oh my God! Geez. All right, Rusty, hit it. Hey, Amen later but but we could could go now um
0: all right you can follow us and you can listen to past episodes of television movie night at soundcloud.com forward slash tv movie night podcast you can subscribe to us on itunes leave a review there it would be a great christmas present for your two favorite podcast hosts uh and us as well Uh, also (laughs) oh my god i'm under attack there's a bear in my house jesus christ raccoons have come in through the windows. Uh, you can also subscribe to us and listen to us on Spotify. And you can also listen to us on Stitcher. Stitcher. Stitcher, which allows you to stream podcasts directly on your smartphone. You can also subscribe to us and follow us on Facebook.com forward slash TV Movie Night. And you can email us at TV Movie Podcast at gmail.com. All that information at SoundCloud.com forward slash TV Movie Night Podcast mark is there anything else
1: andrew i have some terrible news oh god we're canceling the podcast the podcast is over now there's no more podcasts fuck andrew yes i have some good news i've saved the podcast oh yeah i've decided that we're doing the podcast again so i am now the man who saved podcast
0: uh, I had already converted this into a war podcast. So what do I, I what do I do with all these these uh, hot takes about in countries we need to invade?
1: Nah, just push them over to Joe Rogan. All right, I guess yeah,
0: he could probably use them.